Episode 60, How Renee Used Eating Out to Reach Her Healthy Weight Goals. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Are you a lady who likes to eat out? Is eating out, be it fast food, restaurants with friends, just a regular part of your eating experience? Then you're gonna love this podcast episode with Renee. Renee, out of all of my ladies, has coached herself to complete ease when eating out and reached her healthy weight goal doing it. So often we tell ourselves we have to go back to scratch cooking, Pinterest perfect in order to lose weight. And that just doesn't fit our lifestyle. I notice this especially for so many of my retired ladies who are now wanting to travel, don't have a family that they need to cook meals for, and just don't want to be in the kitchen anymore. And I wanna share with you that in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, we don't require you to change that. I do require you to change what you eat when you eat out and your thoughts about it. And so I'm thrilled to share with you Renee's story today. She was able to reach her healthy weight goals with ease and still eat out regularly with her husband, with her friends, with her family, with travel. And that is the long-term recipe for success for living at your goal weight. So welcome Renee Ritter with me. She is one of my ladies who has done weight loss coaching and was able to reach her goal weight. And I love Renee's story because she lives the life of kind of retirement life, right? Where she's going out a lot with friends. She's traveling quite a bit. She knew she wanted to lose the weight for herself and for her health, but just needed a plan to do that and navigate real life at a time when you really kind of want to enjoy it, right? I mean, you want to be able to let go a little bit and go with the flow. And many times we think the diets kind of hold us back from that and keep us in very strict rules when other people are celebrating around you. So I am excited to share with you today, Renee's story. Welcome, Renee. Hi, Dr. Emily. Thank you. Renee, share with everybody how much weight you lost. I've lost 32 pounds and still counting for a couple, three more pounds. All right. And I want you to share with everybody, because when you were thinking about starting this journey, what was your biggest impetus? What was the reason behind starting this journey for you? Well, you say the biggest, but I had a little capsule of reasons that I put in the forefront of my brain so that I would take the leap to start the journey. And one was that I did have high cholesterol and I had not ever had that before, but I was just bigger than I'd ever been. And I could tell I was just continuing to grow and even things like how tight my clothes fit. And then with the cholesterol health issue on top of that, like I said, in a capsule, those few reasons helped me push the launch button. Yes. I love that. And I think that is really the goals for life as it comes together as this big picture of how your weight is impacting your life at this point that kind of helps you say it's time to make a change. 
Yes. I will tell you when I had made this determination in my head, then I I had the good fortune of seeing your program in the Splurge magazine and read about it. And so that's what prompted me to make the contact with you to do the consult. And before we even had that phone call and the consult, I was all in. I was ready to go. You were ready. And Renee has really done the work to make the change. I always love Renee's story because so many ladies come to me and they're like, listen, I'm at a place where my spouse and I want to be able to travel. We're going to be on the road. We're going to be doing vacations. We've got life coming up. Should I do it now or should I wait? Tell everybody kind of what the biggest tools that helped you navigate that and get all the way to your goal weight were, because I know that was a big part of the consideration for you, Renee. Well, one of the biggest tools, honestly, is starting each day with a plan and with intentionality. And that included the very physical tool of a scale weighing every day. And I would say that was even an obstacle at first. I don't know if you remember when early, early on and before I'd made a first trip, but we were having one of our evening sessions with the group and somebody said something about taking their scale with them on a trip. And I said, wait, whoa, back the train up. Wait, I have to take my scale with me because I like to travel light. That sounded so foreign. I thought that would be an obstacle, but I did. I packed that scale in every case, every time I went on the road. And that prompted me then to buy a great little travel scale because when I'm flying, I don't want to take that much stuff. So weighing every day has been key. And then sitting down with my little journal and writing in that weight and really thoughtfully considering What is my plan for the day? What is going to help me achieve the goals that I'm striving for? I love that because I actually got the same travel scale that you recommended to me. (laughs) Isn't it great? (laughs) It's a great little, it's new line is the brand. Renee found it. She's like, guys, by the way, I found a travel scale and it's working really well. So I got it too. And I think a lot of us did. And it's such a great addition. Now I'm interested to know, because you said that was a good tool for you. With traveling, I know sometimes we don't want to look at the scale because we're eating differently. You know, we may have a little fluid shifts and those sorts of things. What made you embrace your scale when you're traveling? It's actually a gift to self. If you're not mindful about what you're taking in, even if you're on vacation or even if you're with uh, at a special gathering with people and there's going to be different foods or special foods, I still want to make smart choices for the, you know, this here and now smart choice that's going to have the long-term results I want. So the scale was really kind of my pal. It's okay if I'm on a trip and I'm eating quote vacation food, because also when I travel, I usually am more active. We're hiking or we're doing sightseeing, walking, whatever. So there's a a balance or a trade-off there as well. I always tell people life focus over food focus on vacation makes living healthier just so much easier, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. It's all part of the package. It is. It truly is part of the package of creating the healthy you. Now, I think it's interesting too, because one of my favorite stories of Renee is her husband really likes to sit beside her and eat snacks. And she used to do that with him at night. And I've shared on this podcast Late night stacking has always been an issue for me too. And it was an issue for you. So to reach all the way to your goal weight, tell me what has changed for you to be able, because I know you do this. You sit beside your husband when he snacks. Yes. How does that work now for you? So 
it's fair to say long-term as I changed what I ate and how much I ate, you know, my taste buds and even my emotional desires changed. So it used to be I'd smell those nachos, it would hit my nose and I was ready to chow down on some, even if I only took one or two. And now... Emily, I look at it and it doesn't even appeal to me. It's like, that doesn't even attract me right now. Wow. That's amazing. So part of it is continuing to, as you have taught us a little bit of higher brain thinking, it's like, I'm not even interested in that anymore. Now that said, there are days and there are evenings where it's harder than usual. And I think, oh, I really do want something. So one of my tricks, and I don't know if this is a Dr. Emily approved trick or not, but we have dinner and I have that according to plan. And because I use the Mediterranean style diet and because I love my wine, I get a glass of red wine in the evening. So I may just drink water with my meal And then we clean up after dinner. And so I just elongate my dinner time. And then I sit down and relax with my glass of wine. And that helps me get through the point where in in another 30 minutes, he's going to make some crazy snack. And I'm not going to be interested because I've been nursing my little glass of wine. So that's my treat. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's part of the when with meals, which does make sense, right? So many of us who struggle with weight, we just eat really fast and unintentionally to begin with. Mm -hmm. So the mindful stretching out of the meal to feel that fullness sensation and having a glass of wine with dinner is fine. That's not a problem, right? We just don't want to be coming back later for snack on snack. I love that approach, actually. Kind of intentionally pulling Uh it out longer to feel the fullness as he goes into snack mode. Yes. And the other thing that I always love about Renee is she eats out a lot with friends. And one of the things that always surprises me about her story is so many of our ladies struggle. They struggle when they go out to eat with friends. They struggle with knowing what to eat. They struggle with knowing when to stop. They struggle with eating off plan because somebody suggests something, right? Renee, out of probably all of our ladies, her whole mentality as she would discuss eating out was just such ease around it. I feel like you developed such ease around eating out, which is an area that for many of our ladies, it's really a struggle. So I'll share with you one of the thoughts that you gave, which I loved. And then I want you to share with everybody a little bit about how you shifted that mindset. But I always think of Renee saying to me, well, it had to work. It had to be easy because I wasn't going to give up going out to eat. And I wanted to reach my weight loss goal. It makes so much sense. It's like, I have to figure this out. It can't always be off track for me when I'm eating out. I had to figure it out. And Brene picked a Mediterranean style diet, which generally, you know, some places you eat, it can be, I don't like the word tricky, but sometimes you you may have a little bit of limitation in some of the, you know, if you're going to like a, oh, let's say a steakhouse, but you could probably get salmon and broccoli and all of that there regularly, right? Or maybe your fast food type joints. Tell everyone how you developed such ease around eating out. I love that about your specific story. I love that about how successful you've been with it. Where I I know where we're going usually in advance. And I, I actually look up and the same with when we travel and we're on the road. My husband and I sort of decide what time in the day we might stop for a meal and about where that would be. And I look up options online in town, the same thing. I actually go to the location and I look up their menus and I choose what I'm going to eat 
beforehand. And I have not only a plan A, but a plan B because, and especially in this time of post pandemic where there are shortages or people are just out of something that would send me reeling if I walked in and I sat down and ordered what I thought I was going to eat. And then they were out of that salmon or whatever. So I have, you know, a couple things in mind of what I would order and what I would eat. And that's my plan and that works. And I have the least amount of trouble figuring out how to eat out. Probably too, I'm not much of a cook. So planning meals was more of a challenge for me, even all the years raising my family, than going out and picking something off the menu. And I really enjoy salads. So everybody has a salad. And these days, salad with add a protein option if you want, or, you know, like you said, steamed vegetables. Now we go to uh, where we go for our Mediterranean food and they have the best best hummus. I might eat a couple pita chips, but instead of eating half the basket of pita chips, I ask for fresh raw veggies. And that's what I dip my hummus in. So just those little shifts have been helpful in reaching the goals. It's amazing because I want you to consider the difference in your life of living at your goal weight with just those little shifts, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. I mean, figuring out how to make it work for you. I love your story, Renee, because I think for so many of us, especially my ladies who are like hitting retirement age, you're like, I want to travel. You figured that out. I want to eat out. You figured that out. I want to be able to, you know, sit with my husband and watch TV. You figured that out. (laughs) And I think it all comes down to intentionality, right? Of like not being on a quote unquote diet, but being on the long-term plan for you and figuring out how to make it work in your life. That's Absolutely it. Being on a long-term plan and the intentionality and the mindfulness is key. And one of the other tools that has been key for me from you is understanding urges, understanding urges, what they are, that lower brain wanting, you know, that dopamine hit, how long they last, like about 10 minutes. So if I recognize all of a sudden, I think I want something to eat or something to drink. I stop and I think about what my brain is saying, what my gut is feeling. And and then I just, I wait it out. I ask myself, but are you really hungry? Are you hungry for that? Will that satisfy your hunger? And sometimes I make the choice for instant gratification, but more often than not, my choice is, no, I don't really want or need that. I'd rather achieve my long-term results and keep my health and keep my feeling good. So, you know, it's a constant choice, which is mindful and intentional. Oh yeah. And I love that in that space, it's progress over perfection, right? I love that you shared like, Hey, I can reach like my healthy goal weight and also not be perfect. I still have cravings sometimes. So I want you to share one other thing, which is after you have that, if you do, you said, sometimes I do eat it. What do you tell yourself after? Afterwards to continue going? Well, I think because I had this whole process of thinking it through and I gave myself permission in that moment that I'm okay with it. If I didn't give myself permission and enjoy it, then what's the point? <laughs> you know, so yeah. I enjoy it, but then I but then I say, okay, that was it. That was my little exception. That was my little instant gratification and I'm done with that. I'm back on track and move on with those same other choices, the better choices. I think it's this whole idea of like, I don't have to start over. I can forgive myself for not being perfect. 
And, and I do believe actually enjoying it is part of the key. Like if you're going to eat it, enjoy it, but you just don't have to tell yourself that from now on, I have to enjoy it all the time or I failed. So I might as well just keep going, right? You know what the result you're signing up for when you eat it is. Exactly. Yeah. It's an exception in the moment. It's not an exception for the rest of my life. It's just in that moment, it's an exception. Enjoy it, savor it, and then move on with the other good choices that are equally satisfying, just in a different way because of the long-term results. Yeah. How do you feel different now at your goal weight than when you first started? Well, I feel good. I, I was telling a friend of mine the other day, she was asking me some things. I said, it just feels good to feel so good. I mean, in a nutshell, but I like the way I feel. I like the way I fit in my clothes. Um, I feel lighter, not just physically. I feel lighter, like there's a burden. I stand up straighter. I smile more and I feel more at peace. And really, I think it sounds trite, but I feel in control. I feel real competent and confident. I used to say before starting this journey, I said it for 60 some years. I have no discipline. I have no self-control. I identified as I just go with my whims. I have no discipline or self-control. And yet to spend nine months on this journey and have reached this goal and in a way of knowing it's not over. I continue in the same way. Maybe it's not a matter of self-control. It's a matter of choosing each part of a day, choosing a long-term result that I desire versus the moment, the gratification in the moment. So that makes me feel in control, but I, I hesitate to use the word self-control because it's more about just a choice. That is so wild because I, and I've shared on here that my story was always, I'm not lucky, right? Yes. And it, but you know what? I would never have thought that about that being your story. Even you telling me that right now, like I have no self-control because you feel to me like a very intentional person. My guess is more of the story truly was, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'll be wrong too, (laughs) but was that you were pulled in so many different areas that you, your beliefs on that were, this is what looks like self-control, but you never made it about yourself. It was about everything around you. So it always felt out of control. Like I think of you as an intentional person. That's true. Although, and, and I think that's very fair to say that it was, you know, controlling other situations or being there doing for others and not really putting it about myself, but I am very intentional now, but it's been, um, been a lot of training and exercising to be that way. Gotcha. I, I, gotcha. I really, what I, in my nature, I just would like to just bob on the wave and let the wave take me wherever it wants. That's my natural self. <laughs> And there's beautiful so. things about that, but that also bobs you on the overweight wave too, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true how food just kind of loves to sneak into all those little spots. Yes. Yes, it does. Now you shared a little bit earlier about your cholesterol and I love the Mediterranean style diet to help with that, right? The unsaturated fats of the Mediterranean diet are such a great benefit and weight loss helps with that. Tell me how you feel about your cholesterol through this journey for you. Well, you know, I'm happy to report the lab work shows, you know, the the cholesterol is definitely down and that does go hand in hand. One of the things I've eliminated for the most part from my food helps in both realms is it's processed food of any kinds. 
like of course, you know, processed meats that are high in sodium and fats and anything out of a package. I, I hardly ever eat that. I just like fresh, fresh foods. And, and I do this imaging thing, Dr. Emily, with, I think before I put something in my mouth, Sometimes, not every time, but I picture what it might be doing to my arteries and my heart and, you know, adding to the fat cells. I do this visual imaging and think, oh, I'm not going to put that in my body and have that negative cholesterol adding up. So I'm just happy to report it's um, the numbers are lower. One of my daughters, once she heard about it, she harps on me all the time. So I have to prove to her that I'm, I'm lower now. She can quit you know, hassling me about my diet and exercise. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. How much exercising did you do through this process, Renee? Oh, well, okay. Virtually, (laughs) I would say virtually zero, but that, what that means is I don't go to a gym. I don't work out in my house, even though my husband has set up a really nice gym with all this stuff. I don't like to work out in that regard. However, I'm not sedentary. I live close to inner city. I live in a four-story house. I go up and down the stairs a lot. We have a really large lot. So I do a lot of yard work, a lot of outside cleaning. And I intentionally go up and down our stairs in our house. If I need something on the second floor and I'm on the, you know, in the basement, I have no qualms about, well, I'll just trot up there and get it. And I walk a lot of places. Many days, my car never gets out of the garage. I'll walk to the bank and the post office, well, not the post office, the, um, our church where I'm very active and um, the pharmacy, things like that, eateries nearby. I actually, when I'm having lunch with friends, hey, can we go to, we have a lot of eateries nearby. And so I just can walk to them. So that's what I do. So I did not have an exercise regimen in these nine months. Really been the change of eating. It's been the change of my habits of what I eat and how much I eat. I remember you telling me at one point, we coached on this when it was starting to get cooler out and you said, well, now... It's so funny how our brains do this. This is such a great example. Well, now I've been outside and I've been so active and I'm working in the yard. And and actually, I think that's what's keeping me from cravings. And so now when I go inside, how do I keep away from cravings? And I'm like, well, Renee, it's still the same. It's still just an urge, right? Right. (laughs) But it is funny how our brains, right? Like even though you were not reliant on that for weight loss, it all complicates, right? It all works together of like, okay, well, now that I'm going to be inside, I'm going to want food more. But once you know how to control your brain around the food, the problem doesn't even develop. That's right. We think it's like, we think it's a new problem and it really isn't even a problem. It's true. Yes. Yeah. Cause I've already been inside more with the cold, you know, the weather having turned colder and I just don't ever stop. You know, I do have some projects that require sitting for lengths at a time, but then I get up and I move around. And like I said, I change levels and do projects or whatever. And like, I, I really don't sit down till the evening when I have my red wine. Hey, you know what? The wine, I don't think is a problem unless it becomes a problem, right? It's right. just another energy <laughs> source. Like if, if it was a bigger problem, but a lot of my ladies, especially my ladies in the, you know, retirement age range, they want to have a little wine and you just mm-hmm. count it into your, into your program. You count it into your, your food fuel yes. formula, your energized eating plan. And you just literally go with it. You can literally reach your goal weight with red wine each day, right? 
Yes, you can. This is an area where, again, just the, the discipline or the mindfulness and intentionality. There was a period in here, and you remember when I was really stuck on, you know, this, the weight wasn't moving, you know, it would vacillate through these three pounds, but it wouldn't ever go down beyond that. Well, I'd gotten very laxed in my choices. And one of them was in the evening, maybe I'll have two or three glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. And so shifting back to no one, one is sufficient. And many evenings I don't, I don't have one at all, but that's again, a mindful decision. I'll think, oh, it's evening. We're getting ready to have dinner. Should I pour myself my glass of wine? And then I think through it and it's like, no, I'm not really in the mood or I, you know, don't want it. So I just drink water. But on those days when I choose to have one, I'm now choosing to have only one. That's always kind of my plan too, because I find, first of all, two or three, I don't feel very good. And also it starts making it a little bit more difficult to manage my mind. Exactly. (laughs) Right. And the calories add up, right? Right. So I love the one glass approach too. I think it's a great space to be because it gives you that little bit of look forward to a little bit of relaxation without the next level complications that can come. If you were talking to somebody who's at that same stage as you were, and they're thinking, okay, I just need to get started. What would you tell them have been the most effective tools? And what would you tell them on how to like really get started in a way that fits your lifestyle? To get started, you just have to take the plunge. You have to flip that switch, no matter what circumstances your life is in, no matter what stage you're in, no matter what's coming up in the near future that you think, oh, I should wait, I should wait. I said, flip the switch now, just do it. Because then the choices you make every day will help you navigate all of those circumstances to be a healthier person. The encouragement of just staying with it, just staying on plan. You know, it's normal, I think, to get discouraged if you don't feel better in your clothes or the scale isn't telling you you're going down or you feel deprived. Like I have in this whole process, Dr. Emily, I have never felt deprived. Like I never felt like I couldn't have what I wanted because like I said, sometimes I would make a choice rarely to go for the instant gratification. Or we also, we have exception eats once a week where I would do some kind of splurge with my husband, like burger and fries, even though I don't eat the bun or whatever, just the fried fries. So I've never felt deprived. So I think we can get discouraged and feel deprived, or I just want to eat. I want to go back to the old way. And I just, I think it's the tool that's helped me is just stay the course. If I stayed on course with my plan every day, I will see results. And you do. It's funny how we tell ourselves it won't, you know, it's like it sits There's Sometimes it sticks for a little bit. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. so easy to want to say, well, I can just have a little bit more. I can do this instead, or maybe I'll try this. And staying the course is literally just creating that version of you that reaches your goal weight. And you do it like literally one day at a time. That is exactly right. Through the vacations, through the life, through all of it. Yes. And it's just so, it's so doable. It's just so doable. If you can take something away from Renee, down 32 pounds, lower cholesterol, living her life more fully, enjoying retirement life, not telling your husband he can't snack beside her, having a glass of wine, feeling more energy, living her life. It literally just takes learning the tools to be that person. That's it. And staying the course. Thank you for joining me, Renee. I appreciate this so much. And it's been such a joy to have you in the group and to be able to share this journey with you. Renee is such a beautiful, intentional person. 
Thank you. And you are a day maker. You have just been a lifesaver and just helped in so many ways. It is fun. It's fun to do this with you. It's more fun than you think, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's It's been a good ride. Great journey. And that's why I'm continuing on. Yes. Maintenance. Bring on the fun. If you are ready to reach your healthy weight goals, to lower your cholesterol, to be able to incorporate in eating out, to live the life you want to live, but live it at your healthy weight, doors are open for just a few more days to join me and Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss. Just click the link in the show notes to get started. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.